Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. I'm so glad that you guys decided to continue joining on this wonderful teaching uh, from scripture on the subject of, you know, a full person versus a wise person. And we're uh, specifically just going over the verses in the book of Proverbs because Proverbs is pretty much 31 chapters of advice on knowing how to live everyday lives and how to deal with every situation. So I'm glad that you guys decided to join. Um, I've named the teaching, are you a fool or a wise person? However, now I'm going to make it more specific so it applies to different areas of our lives. Obviously, I can't cover everything. Um, that, that will be a, a very long teaching, uh, but it's just maybe the main, main topics in our lives. So I'm going to focus for this, the sake of this teaching on the subject of working uh, let's see what the Proverbs teaching says on the subject of working versus not working or versus um, being lazy. Okay, so I think one way or the other we can relate to that because maybe it's happened in our own lives. Maybe we have people people that we know or maybe it's just something that generally is going on around us. So uh, first I want to read you guys the definition on the word um, diligent. So because it compares the lazy person to the diligent person. So the the definition for the word diligent is constant in effort to accomplish something, Uh, being attentive and persistent um, in doing something, Uh, pursuing something with perseverance and attention. And the synonym words for diligent is, again, being persistent, attentive, active, busy, unrelenting and eager. Okay. Some of them are like extreme words, right? It doesn't, so diligent doesn't just mean like being wise or careful, but it's really saying being persistent, persevering, um, which we're going to come back to this later. So now let's look at the dictionary's definition of the word lazy. Um, So basically it's saying that lazy uh, it's, it has to do with causing idleness, um, disinclined to work. <laughs> so somebody who is not inclined to work, does not want to work, refuses to work, is lazy, okay? And this doesn't have to do anything with somebody who is handicapped or has a situation where they can't work, but this is for people who can, who are able, physically have the opportunity to work, but they choose not to. So the definition for that is like idleness, right? And then the synonym words for that, it, it showed up as slow-moving, sluggish, inactive, slothful, tired, dull, uh, lethargic, weary, sleepy, passive, indifferent, and careless. So, I mean, we've seen that, right? Like when people are lazy, they're kind of like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm... Um, like they, you don't really see much activity in their life, right? Like physically, they're not active. Physically, they're not busy. Um, okay, so now that we have the definitions out of the way, I'm going to go over some verses that has to do with um, working versus not working. So Proverbs twelve eleven says, Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. So in other words, there are some people who actually get up and go to work, do what they have to do, right? And it says those people, uh, it's saying you will have abundant food, but really it's saying they will have 
they will have income to meet, to meet their needs, right? So food is one of the needs. But it says those who chase fantasies, in other words, oh, I wish I could be here and I wish I could have that and I wish I could do that. I wish I could have that life. And it says those people, they have no sense because chasing fantasies is not going to get us anywhere. Okay, Proverbs 13, 4 says, A sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. What a beautiful verse. So in other words, a sluggard is somebody who is slothful, who is lazy, who is lethargic, who is passive, who is just indifferent and careless, right? That person is never satisfied. Like they're always complaining, nagging, this is not good enough, that's not good enough. But it says those the desires of the diligent. Again, who is diligent? It's somebody <clears throat> who puts in an effort to accomplish something. They're attentive. And you know what? When the going gets tough, they don't quit. They persevere, right? They're persistent. They pay attention. They're attentive. They're busy. Um, they're eager to reach whatever their goal is, okay? So it says those people's desires are fully satisfied. Uh, Proverbs 12, 24 says, diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. <clears throat> in other words, somebody who's diligent, somebody who, you know, um, chooses to do what they can do and goes beyond, it says those, those people will rule. But those that are lazy, they're going to be ending up in forced labor, which means they're going to be forced to work. Okay, Proverbs 14, 23, it says, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So anybody who's, who works hard, you could be working at a McDonald's, but as long as you give it all, as long as you put in the hours, you work hard, you're going to reap a profit, <laughs> not only from income, but you'll get like promotions and get higher positions and uh, learn more skills, right? So all it takes is just being dedicated and putting, putting in hard work. But those, um, but mere talk, people that just want to sit home and talk, and they have an opinion about everything because probably they have all this free time to watch all kinds of things. So now they have an opinion about everything. They just like to talk, right? It says those, their lives will lead to poverty because when they're supposed to work, they're not. <laughs> okay. Um, Proverbs 6, 10 through 11 says, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. So it's saying, you know, we could be passive about it. We could say, ah, you know, I'm just tired today. Today, I'm not going to go to work or I'm going to call in sick or you know, a little, just a little slumber, just a little sleep. And, you know, I'm going to take two, three naps today. And um, it's saying people like that, a folding of the hands, which means you're not putting your effort, you're not working, you're doing nothing, folding of the hands to rest. And it says, what's the future for that person? It says poverty, you know, they're going to get to a point where they're going to say, oh, shoot, I have nothing. I have, I'm poor, you know, I have these needs, but I don't have any money to meet them. Yes, I may have a roof over my head, and food and food to eat, but that's it. Like I have nothing else. So it says if if your attitude is like that and just you're passive about your time and how you use your resources, expect that. It's gonna come like a thief or you don't expect it. That's what's gonna happen.
Uh, Proverbs 18, 9 says, one who is slack in his work is brother to the one who destroys. Um, I honestly see this example with um, a lot of loving parents that think they have to love their kids to the point of taking care of them all the time, even when they're adults. And this is a huge mistake um, because when their kids reach a certain age where they have to be responsible for their own lives and the parents are still supporting them, the Bible says that those, those people now are a brother to the one who destroys. So in other words, they're using up resources, but they're not producing. And that's a wrong attitude. So that was just an example I used. But in general, it says those that are slack in their work, that they choose not to work. Somebody else is suffering and paying for that. Okay. Now, Proverbs 10.4 says, Lazy hands make for poverty, which we went over that, but diligent hands bring wealth. You know, sometimes a lot of, a lot of times people are envious and jealous of other people who have more, right? Who have better lives. And, um, and, and the Bible is actually very clear on not being envious or jealous, but it says, you know, diligent hands bring wealth. You know, let's, let's see what they went through. Let's see what sacrifices they made. Let's see how hard they worked. And I'm not saying this is in every case. Sometimes it's different. But generally, people that work hard and they're committed to it and they're persistent and um, they're eager, right? They set goals and reach them. It says that the, it, that will bring them wealth. Okay, Proverbs 13, 11 says, this honest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Okay, this is very clear about gambling, right? Unless you're doing gambling for fun, don't do it for any other reason, because some people think by gambling, they can maybe all of a sudden get all this, you know, money. But it says that gather money little by little, which means save from every, every income that's coming to you, you're supposed to put some of it away and save. And the first part of it is really the most important part. Don't make money in a dishonest way because the Bible promises you that that money is not going to stick around. You may cheat somebody in a deal, right? I'm um, just talking from the experience that I have. Some jobs are based on commission and sometimes people are desperate to lie and cheat whatever they have to do to make that commission, but if you know the Bible, the Bible says dishonest money. If you got that money in a dishonest way, it's not going to stick around. You may have, you may get all this commission, but at the end, your car may break down, your refrigerator may break down, something else may break down where all that money will go away or even more. So when you work, you have to work honestly. You cannot cheat people and expect God to bless you. Okay. Um, Proverbs 10, 22 was one of my favorite verses. It says the blessings of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. So <clears throat> again, some people may take this out of context. Oh, great. It says that the Lord will bless me with wealth and it's going to come to me trouble free. It's not exactly saying that. First of all, it says the blessings of the Lord. Who does the blessings of the Lord come to? To the people who are blessed by him. Who are the people who are blessed by him? Read the Bible. It says, blessed are those, and then read the rest of it, right? Pretty much blessed are, blessed are those who honor God, who know his word and who follow it. And it says those people uh, will be blessed by him, even in their finances. Okay, Proverbs 16, 3 says, 
Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. In other words, no matter what your work is, you guys, uh, whether you like it or not, just say, Lord, I surrender this to you and help me to do a great job. As, if, as there's actually a verse that says, when you work, work at it as if you're working for the Lord. Because a lot of people have just have a negative attitude toward their job. Oh, I hate this job. I hate my boss. It's Monday again. I don't want to go in. I don't want to do that. And honestly, first of all, how does that make us feel? It makes us feel very negative and with a really bad attitude to go to work. And it steals our joy and peace. And then we don't, we won't give our hundred percent to our employer because we've already have this preconceived notion of, I hate this job, right? But why don't we trust what God says? It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord. In other words, if Jesus is your boss, how would you work for him? You'll give, you'll work honestly. You'll give it your hundred percent, right? You would want to serve him with all your heart. So that's what it's saying. So we should have that attitude toward our job. And, and then pray about it and get God involved. And if you have to switch jobs, then do it wisely. Like you, it's, it's not honestly easy if you've done the same job for a long time to all of a sudden switch because it takes what experience, it takes education, it takes skills to make probably the amount of money that you make now at this job. So you can't just drop everything and start something else, but always pray and go before God and ask him to give you wisdom on how to make that switch. But in the meantime, have a good attitude toward your job, toward your boss, um, and what you do. So, and then pray and ask God to be involved in everything you do. Okay, it's Proverbs. Um, I think I read that. Uh, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. So in other words, it's saying, yeah, you have a job, great. You're doing good, great. But... Those who are skilled in their job. How do people get skilled at their job? By working, right? By getting that experience over and over, refining their skills. And maybe they have to take courses. Maybe they have to uh, do something different. Whatever it is, go after that extra skill. Like you might say, well, I'm good now. Like this is my job. That's how much I make. And that's good enough for me. No, try to go to the higher level. Find out what can I do to be better at my job? What can I do to make more? What can I do to go to the next higher level? Um, you know, it's not good to be stagnant and stay where we are. God always wants us to take us from in every area of our lives, you guys, from one promotion to the other, and then every level higher and higher. And he doesn't want us to stay boring and stagnant and just be happy where we are content. And I'm good enough here. I don't want to challenge myself or I don't feel like it. No. Um, the Bible says, if you're skilled at your work, you're going to go places that you never even imagined. You're going to be serving before Kings, which means you're going to be in front of important people. And you're going to say, wow, how did I get here? Right? So get, increase your skills, whatever it takes. Proverbs 10, five says he who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. So in other words, there's a time that work is great and we're making good money and, um, you know, this has happened and the real estate industry and mortgage industry rates could be low. A real estate market can be hot. And those people working in those industries can be making a lot of money. And then I've seen this happen where they made a lot of money and then they went and bought a lot of different investment properties and then the market crashed and then they lost it all. <laughs> so what does the Bible say about that? It says there's a time, there's a season 
well, everything will be great, right? It says during those times, you have to gather, which means you got to save. You cannot spend everything you make because there's going to be a dry season, right? And then he says, also, there's a time where you got to put yourself out there and work, 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 of course, with balance. I'm not saying go, you know, go work and kill yourself and have no balance. But um, it says those people who during that time, because it's a window of time where you're, you have the strength, you have the ability, your, you know, your mind <laughs> uh, is all there and you have the, op- and the jobs are out there. You have the opportunity now to make it happen now. But if you let this opportunity pass, by the time you're ready, by the time you feel like it, the opportunities may not be there anymore, right? The job market might be different, or you might not be experiencing the same physical tip-top shape that you were in before, and now you want to, but you can't. So it says, he who sleeps during harvest, so which means this is the time that you have to get out there and make it happen and work, but you, you choose to be lazy, and you choose to do nothing, and you choose to sleep. It's saying then you're like a disgraceful son. That's what the Bible is telling us, a disgraceful son, which means we're a disgrace to our Heavenly Father because He did not create us to be idle. He did not create us to be lazy. He did not create us to just waste resources and let other people pay for it. That's actually the enemy's plan for us. That's not God's plan for us. So um, I hope this teaching taught you some wisdom from the book of Proverbs on the subject of whether we should be working or not working. What if we decide to be lazy? What, what are the consequences of that? And what are the benefits of being diligent, right? Being persistent um, in our work and paying attention and persevering, you guys. Persevering is so important because so many people, they choose to work, they go, and then it gets a little hard or there's, you know, hurdles and trials and they're like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this job. I can't. I, and they want to quit. So the best thing is to always pray, ask God's help, ask other people who have wisdom and persevere. Like don't give up because God will get you through that hurdle. And after that, you're going to be somebody with more experience, more wiser, more skill under your belt. But it does take that hardship to get through. Trust me, anybody who's successful, they didn't just get there by playing it easy, they did go through hard times and that's what it takes. But during those hard times, God will help you and he'll, he'll send people to help you and you'll get through it. So hopefully this teaching helped you. And honestly, you guys, the book of Proverbs is full, full of wisdom on every single area of our lives. And I thought because work is pretty much a big part of our lives, right? We spend so many hours, majority of the day at work, whether you're a mother who cares for their children or whether you actually go out there and work in, in whatever industry, it doesn't matter. But these, there's, there's a lot of wisdom in the Bible, but specifically in the book of Proverbs on working versus for those who choose not to work, but who are able to work. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this teaching. I'm going to choose a different topic for the next teaching from wisdom from the book of Proverbs. So until the next teaching, God be with you and God bless you.